Lion Hearted Podcast. What up, what up? You are now tuned into the Lion Hearted Podcast where the feelings reside and only the strong survive. I'm your boy Maine, so let's get into it. Yep, yep, yep. Your boy is back. Now, let's see if I remember how to do this because it's been a while. Did you miss me? Yeah, no, nah, but with that being said, I had to take a reset, y'all, like, to not just to sit on my ass either. I got so many different projects. I kind of, like, I don't want to say overextended myself, but I was kind of neglecting my other projects because I was trying to stay so consistent with this one, which this is my number one priority as far as I'm concerned because Without this, I won't be able to do all the other businesses that I got going on or, or activities, I should say, that I have going on because it's all tied into the podcast. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I feel like a reset is always good. That's why, to me, it was like a crucial reset. It was much needed. Like, you know what I mean? We spend so much time, and the first thing we say is, like, we're busy. You know what I mean? But. One thing I always want you to remember, more money can always be made, but time can never be replaced. I'm going to say that again. More money can always be made because work and all that stuff is money is the main excuse that we use. So money, more money can always be made, but time can never be replaced. It's actually the most expensive thing that we have. You know what I mean? So part of that reset was, yeah, me working more pages of my book. Uh, looking at different designs for the clothing brand, uh, you know what I mean? But the most important, you know, it's holiday time. We in the midst the holiday time, about to be Christmas in a hot second. We just had a dope Thanksgiving. Shout out to my mom who did her thing as always. My sisters was there. My sister came down from out of town. Uh, even my sister that wasn't there, she sent me a text. You know what I mean? It's all love. You know what I mean? So. And my brothers was there, my nieces and my nephews was there. So it was just family. It was it was all good. No complaints. You know what I mean? And I recently uh, also took a, a trip with my cousin Simar for his girl's birthday. We went to Universal Studios, you know, and her friend went with us. And it was dope. It was my first time going, so I had a blast. You know what I mean? It was a little hiccup in the beginning and towards the end. I'm going to talk about that a little bit. But all in all, it was a good trip. I mean, I'm I'm definitely excited. That's my plan for 2024 is to take more trips and create more memories, man. Like, that's something we got to do. Like, we got to make sure we live. In the midst of this life thing and building what we want to build, we got to make sure we live and uh, tap bases with the people that we say we care about and that we say we love. Like, never never be too busy for the people that you say you love if, if it's genuine love there. You mean everybody only got 24 hours in a day, but you got to, you got to, even if it's just a text message, a quick phone call or something like that, you know what I mean? We be so wrapped up in social media, trying to connect with people that we don't know. We tend to neglect the people that we do know, and we got to kind of get away from that. And that's why I, I had been going so hard because I wanted, I will, I want my brand to, consistency to be connected with my brand. And, but there comes a time where it's like, you got to like, man, I've been going hard. Like, believe it or not, this is episode 21 of season two already. 
but I already got 20 episodes locked down in season one, if you haven't checked that out already. And I got a couple of bonuses in there. All together, I think I'm at 42 or 43 episodes since February 22nd. So it hasn't been a year yet. It will be a year in February. And it was dope because I just got the yearly review for 2023, my first year, basically. Even though we're not done yet. And I think it was said like 40 people. I was the number one podcast that they listened to, which is dope. Shout out to y'all. So grateful. So thankful for that. You'll, you'll never understand. I definitely got to give y'all a round of applause. Even the ones that got me in their top five and top ten, it don't matter. As long as you top, tap in. You know what I mean? Even if you, even if I'm not in your top ten, as long as I'm on your playlist, I'm good. Because like I always say, hey, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, you can find me everywhere. You know what I mean? And for season three, I plan to get on YouTube so I can get the visual. But then, until then, you can always check out my social medias as well. I got uh, three social medias. Go Chainmain, which is my, that's my number one account. Then I got Lionhearted Main, of course, that's about the podcast. And then I also got, I just started the clothing brand uh, page up, uh, Lionhearted Clothing. You know what I mean? So it's all tapped into the podcast, so. And I didn't want this to be, I didn't want this to be just about sports. You know what I mean? One thing I learned about this podcast thing, you got to kind of listen to the numbers and you got to listen to your demographic and you got to talk about what they want to hear. You know what I mean? So that's what I try to do. And I try to make it to where the guys want to listen to it as well as the females, man, because we all connected into this thing together. Now, there is some females out there that, that are into sports and shout out to y'all. That's dope. But then there's some females that, that's not really they thing. So I got something. I make sure I have something, a little bit of something for everybody. And like, I don't know. I did my the, the last episode. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, uh, it's not even 10 views yet. So that's kind of low, y'all. I'm, I'm used to, you know what I mean? Especially episodes like that. So if you ain't had a chance, take time out. Listen to your boy. I guarantee you won't regret it. Uh, that was like a shout out to the fellas, though, man. Uh, protect your mental, which... We all need to start doing because once we get in a circle, we'll get together and we'll kind of vent to each other. You know what I mean? Because we feel like that's our avenue to talk because to the women in our lives, let's be honest, like we don't feel like we can express certain things because the fear of being called weak or less than or be thought of as less than. You know what I mean? Everybody says that they want the communication and everybody. But communication scares people, believe it or not. Communication is scary to a lot of people. When you first meet somebody, and I said this in that episode, when you first meet somebody, that's the first thing they say. Communication is key. Three weeks in, they done lost the keys because they don't, nobody wants to talk. You got to, not only the good conversations, you got to want to have the bad conversations, man. That's how you don't, that's, that's how you don't settle for less. Communication is how you don't settle for less. And I felt like for myself, like, you know what I mean? It's cool. And I love uplifting everybody else, but it's like, this has been one of my, and I and I said this to myself, and, and it's in a good way, but 2023 has been my most selfish year to date, where I actually can say that I put myself first, and I'm proud of that, because I've done a lot since I started doing that, and it was about late last year where I was like, you know what I mean, 
that's one that's why I never called nothing I said, I posted on Instagram and all that, but I never called it a New Year's resolution. You know what I mean? That's where we get messed up. Everybody finna start making a New Year's resolution and of course, oh, 24 is gonna be my year, it's gonna be better than 23. Yeah, that's great. But let's make that happen. Don't talk about it, be about it. That's my thing. And don't don't feel bad about making the best decision for yourself. Cause if you look around, everybody does it. You know what I mean? And so yeah, that that uh that's the reason why I took the hiatus. It wasn't that I wasn't gonna bring back the podcast or I was just kinda I don't wanna say I was burnt out because I'm starting to love this, y'all. Like it's starting to become a love of mine. But it's like like I call it a crucial reset. It's just like you gotta reset it. Like, you know what I mean? A coach does it. You know what I mean? Players do it. That's what the off season is for. And like I said, I wasn't really, I'm still in the crux of season two because I'm in a groove right now and I want to keep it going. And then, like, I had to make sacrifices because I had to not talk about basketball. I had football, football, not, they're not going to stop for me. But it was like, I had to write some pages of my book. I had to write a couple poems. I had to read, read a couple more books. Like, it's some dope books that I was recommended that I finally got a chance to get around to. And, I'm grateful I did. And so now that I feel recharged, like my batteries is recharged also. I'm going to be back at it with my consistency like I've always been, you know, talking about football on Mondays. Uh, if, if I got an interview, I'm going to let y'all know. It's, you know, I had to move the schedule around a couple times because scheduling conflicts, once again, it happens. It's life. You know what I mean? But like I said, Communication is all it takes. I'm not the I'm not the type of person that you can't communicate with, whatever the situation is. Some people they want to do an interview, and then some people think it's the easiest thing in the world. I'll tell you right now, it's not. It's not that easy. You know what I mean? And then as that day grows closer, it's like you know you kind of get in your head and you kind of get in your thoughts. And everybody tells me, and it's funny because they're like, "Man, you sound so articulate on the mic or whatever." But it's the days that y'all don't see, man. It, I was at times two, three in the morning just working on the sound of my voice. And it might have sound great to everybody else, but if it didn't sound right to me, I wouldn't put it out there. You know what I mean? Like I was asked when I first started this, how did I just do it? It's like the story of my life, man. I just did it. Like one thing about it, somebody is always going to have something negative to say. There's going to be positivity. Somebody going to love it. Somebody going to uh, hate it. Somebody going to like it, somebody going to dislike it. That's just the way. That, you're not going to please everybody. And once you get in that mindset where you're not trying to please everybody, you can do a lot of great things. You know what I mean? And always remember, the greatness does make the incapable uncomfortable. Like, you know what I mean? True greatness does. So there's that too. But yeah, I just wanted to uh give y'all. Oh, and another thing I wanted to talk about uh before I get to my next segment. Uh, it was a quote that I, like I'm telling y'all, go check out Protect My Mental, man. It's, it's, a, it's a great episode. It's one of my favorites to even listen back to. And I never really listened back to myself. But that one, because I did it for, for, I did it for us, man. I did it for the fellas, man. And I just, it's conversations that me and my cousins done had, me and my brothers done had, you know what I mean? Friends of mine. It's just over time and you just, you we get together and we have those conversations, but we speak to each other, but we don't know how to speak outwardly like that. But I'm like, that's why, that's the reason why I started the podcast to be able to do it. But 
one reason why I was uh, motivated to do that, I, it was this uh, um, Tyler Perry quote that I had seen about, like, you know, about life, like life experiences and how to equate it to life. And it was like from a, it came from a tree. And it was like, you know, you got your leaf people, you got your branch people, and then you got your solids, you got the roots, right? And I think that's what the hiatus was originally about. And I, cause I was like, I don't know. I was just sitting there. I think I was cleaning when I, when it finally like came to my mind, like this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take a break for a second. Cause I had even took like two weeks off of social media. You know what I mean? And I didn't even announce it. So people were sending me memes, you know, normal people that I talked to sending me memes, sending me messages. And I just kind of went off grid for a second cause it's important. You know what I mean? One thing about consistency it's great and everything, but sometimes when you so consistent, that shit can be taken for granted. So sometimes you gotta you gotta take a step back and it's okay every three to four months or so to, you know, shake that tree. And the leaves go the leaves, if you shake a tree hard enough, or you ain't even gotta shake a tree that hard. When you start shaking the tree, them leaves gonna fall. Shake that tree a little bit harder, then branches gonna break. Some new branches might grow, but one thing, no matter how hard you shake the tree, them roots that was down with you before, they they gonna still be there. They probably gonna wonder why you trying to shake the tree so hard. But it's a test, man. That's all it is. It's all it is is a test, and it's okay. Don't feel guilty about you know testing that out. And sometimes you gotta do that because sometimes like you gotta disappear and pop out, and it, then you really see your value when it comes to things like that. You know what I mean? Like I like I'm not the biggest Charleston White fan in the world, but I agree with some of the stuff he say. And he said, uh, he said a quote uh, in an interview that was powerful, like, like a man doesn't know he's great until after he's gone, because they don't call you a great man while you're here. They call you a great man at your funeral, but they're not going to just wait till you die to hear that you're a great man, but you're not going to hear it because you're not going to be here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's another reason why I did the episode, you know what I mean? Because we, it's a, it's a lot of greatness. We get we get uh we get some so as men we get a negative rap because of like there's a few bad apples in every bunch but i'm so hell bent that's why i don't like i say it all the time don't let me in with them you know what i mean especially being from bakersfield shout out to my city shout out to the patch always i don't care where i end up in life this is where i was born this is where i was bred this is i'll never forget this place has made me who i am and don't get it twisted, this place has taken a lot from me, but it's given me a lot as well. But with that being said, we get a bad rap. And I tell people all the time, don't ever call me a Bakersfield nigga. I'm a nigga from Bakersfield. There's a difference in there. So don't lump me in with the group or with the bad decisions that you made previously. I'm real big on that. But yeah, man, that that uh that branch, that tree analogy from Tyler Perry. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it, man. Just you can go on YouTube and just type it in. Tyler Perry's tree analogy to life. And it'll pop up if you haven't heard it. But it's in my last two episodes. This one and the last one I did. So yeah, that it's really I think I'm gonna carry that with me for the rest of my life, because that's important. Cause that that'll tell you. You know what I mean? The people that's not gonna last long. The people that might last for a season or two. And then you got the people that's going to last for a lifetime. But the key to it all, at any level, 
at any level of life, you don't don't get upset. Don't get upset at leaf people. Don't get upset when the branches break. It's kind of sad when you're, you know what I'm saying, if a root, if you fall out with a root or whatever. But other than that, chances is if they're a root, they're going to be solid and they're going to be there for you. You know what I mean? But, yeah, man, I'm back. I just, uh, like I said, I had to take some time to myself. It's been a lot of, it's been a lot of greatness uh, that has happened in that time frame. And I can't wait to share it with y'all as more episodes go on. But, yeah, that's going to be a wrap for this segment, but stick with me because I'm going to talk about sports. It's a lot of news going on, and I found a way to talk about some of it, and I know a lot of people have been waiting to hear my opinion on this. So stick with me, and I'll be right back. Stay Lionhearted. All right, y'all, I'm back. Yeah, so uh, before I get to talking about my sports and a lot of news that's going on with that, I'm a, I said I was going to tell y'all a little bit about my trip uh, to Universal that I took with my cousin, uh, his girl, her friend, and her friend. Um, yeah, so we get there, right? And I like I've openly talked about like me uh, having cerebral palsy on my uh, platform. So I mean, there's different forms to it. There's like mild, severe, and all all different things. Mine, I guess, is considered mild because it's more physical than anything. Like, I got all my marbles, y'all. I got all my mentals. You know what I mean? Any screws that's loose, that's hereditary. That don't got nothing to do with the diagnosis. <laughs> that's like, that comes from the family tree. But, um, yeah, with that being said, like, of course, like, with, uh, you know, if you ever been to Universal Studios, this was Universal Studios Hollywood we was at. If you ever been there, that's a big park. It's about seven to eight miles of walk walking that we did throughout the whole time and so uh before we get there i'm like okay i'm gonna go uh tap in with my doctor and get you know my you know diagnosis they want it written out or whatever but and it ain't gonna change so it wasn't no big thing like you know what i mean i've been dealing with this since since the day i was born it's a it's a it's a disability that you that you get from being you born with it there's you know what i mean there's like i said there's more severe types but and then in my case, it's a very mild case. To the, to those that know me, they'll probably, man, ain't nothing wrong with him. Like, you know what I mean? To the people that know me. But, like, as far as, like, the physical sometimes, especially with getting older and mid-30s now, it's like, man, like, can't really do what I used to do. You know what I'm saying? Not like that. You try to, and in my mind, you can. But sometimes your mind will trick, trick you, and, like, the body is like, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. Like, you know what I mean? The ankles, the knees ain't the same no more. You feel me? But yeah, with that being said, so what they were supposed to accommodate was like the whole, like the elevators and things like that. Cause they, what I found out, which was, which is dope, they made the whole park, uh, like wheelchair accessible access. Like, like I could have got a wheelchair or I could have got one of the little hover around things, but like, like, nah, I'm cool. I could walk, but just don't want to wait in line. You feel me? Like, yes, it's it's kind of harder to wait in line, especially being around folks. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of folks, and you expect a lot of people, you know what I mean? And it was a lot of people that, it was a lot of the workers there. So when they got there, they act like they didn't know what I was talking about, you know what I mean? But I had paperwork, state, and everything. But it was cool, though, because, you know what I mean? The, the workers recognized quickly, like, it ain't something that I, 
I don't try to hide it anyway, but it ain't something I can hide. When you see me, you notice. Like, it's something something going on there, right? So, yeah, shout out to the uh, workers that was, like, very accommodating, very dope, and you know what I mean? But it was basically two, it was basically two jackasses, one at the beginning and one at the end. The one at the, the one at the beginning, he wanted me to pay, like, extra fees and all this other stuff for it, and I'm like, that was the whole purpose. This is from a medical professional. That's what y'all asked for. Go to the doctors. I shouldn't have to. They ain't tell me I ain't have to. I had to pay for it. Like man, I ain't finna pay for that. I ain't got to, right? I know I didn't have to. And by most of the workers accommodating us, because if you had felt something you wasn't supposed to do, the first thing they would have told you is, uh, "I'm kind of risking my job." But that, nah, it's because y'all. It's just the dude at the desk. I feel like he was trying to trying to get a little extra cheese out of me, like so he could pocket it. And this is Universal Studio Hollywood. And uh, and then so we go through. We have, like I said, we have a great time. Like we got some dope pictures together. The sights was dope. All the rides was dope. In my opinion, and it changed. At first, I was saying the Harry Potter was the dopest ride to me, but it was the Mummy. Like even though Jurassic World is dope, but the Mummy ride that that's the one that took me by most surprise, right? But yeah, and then like so, so we walk, so we like I'm well me I speak for myself. I think we all were like we was dog tired because we was there like basically the whole time. We got there about maybe twelve noon or so, maybe a little after twelve, and we stayed still closing, so about nine hours or so. And you know, ate some. They got a good burger spot, Krusty's Burgers. It was dope. So uh, my cousin, he was really excited about um, riding the Jurassic. That's the the one he wanted to ride, Jurassic World. So we did that. It was dope. And so he like, man, we got enough time. Ain't really no lines because it's getting towards the end. We could do it again. All right. So us and the girls, we decide we're going to do it again. So we get there. Like, it ain't a line, but it's kind of like a hill area you got to walk up. But like I said, we've been taking, we've been kind of cutting the lines, but it is no lines. Like, we been using the elevators instead of going up the hill or going up the stairs at this point. You know what I mean? Because we didn't finally figured it out that the guy at the front desk was full of shit. So then there's this dude who, like, he kind of made a little snarky comment. Like, man, ain't no lines, man. You could walk up the hill. He's, but he said it to my cousin, though. But my cousin wasn't saying it for him. He was saying it for me. But I had already started walking ahead because anybody that knows me should know I'm stubborn. I ain't kissing nobody ass for nothing. I'll figure it out. I've been doing it my whole life. Like, we already to the point, like, man, like, come on, man. Even if it's a struggle, I'm going to get up this hill. Like, I'm, like, ain't nobody. And so I tell my cousin, I'm like, man, just come on. Like, we, but I'm pissed off, though, y'all. I'm riding the ride. Anybody know anything about me? If, if I don't know you or you're not my family, your existence don't mean much to me. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that, but I just said it. So what? Fuck it. So that automatically, like they always say, like, I'm not scared of you. I'm scared of me. Because the term zero to 100 real quick, yeah, it's in there. I done matured a lot, but it's still in there. So I tell him, I was like, man, come on, man. It ain't even worth getting in a fight, getting banned from the park and all that shit, right? So we go, we take the ride, and so... We go go through the ride or whatever. Again, dope experience. We knew what to expect, but it still caught us by surprise. You know what I mean? So we get off the ride. I, I turn to the right. I look over to my left, and my cousin literally making a beeline towards 
back where the dudes is at, and he like going, and he said some shit to him, and he like basically, I'm not gonna say the first part he said because I'm not, I'm not trying to get my show canceled and shit, but he did say some shit about his mama, and it's like if somebody says something about your mama, you supposed to be a goer, you supposed to be ready to go at any moment's notice, and then you was with your homeboys too, and we, I was like kind of walking back, I was like walking with the girls, we was going up the hill, cause uh. She, uh, one of the girls was like, "Hey, we should go get him so he don't start." So a part of me is like, "Nah, he's level headed, so he's only gonna he gonna speak his piece, but he's not gonna let it escalate like that." So I ain't really gotta worry about him. Like you know what I mean? If obviously if something would have popped off, anybody know me? I ain't never ran from nothing. So I, so he would have had help. You know what I'm saying? I always tell people, don't let this limp fool you. I ain't never bitched up when shit got thick, and you can ask about me. But yeah, with that being said, though, he told him like if somebody call you, if somebody say anything about your mom, especially if they call you out, then you supposed to be ready to smash. That's when I knew like, oh, this motherfucker is a punk bitch. Like you know what I'm saying? Like oh, you ain't gonna say nothing. You was just laughing and snickering with your homeboys. And then so my cousin he made a point to me. He go, hey, I think he thought that we was just a couple of niggas trying to get over, trying to cut the line, even though there was no line. Because, like I said, he just seen him. He didn't really pay attention. He really didn't pay. Because when we caught the ride the first time, he wasn't right there. This is the second time. we. It wasn't him when we caught Jurassic World the first time. He wasn't right there. We didn't have that problem the first time. But, yeah, other than that, it was a dope-ass experience, man. I wish I I still got to make the call to him to figure out. I got to trust me. If I I got the description down packed, so I'll be able to describe them. I I wish I, I should have got the names in that moment, but I didn't. Other than that, though, it, it was a dope uh, experience. Even I, my cousin texted me uh, the next morning, like kind of apologizing that I had to experience that. But that type of shit, that don't phase me, y'all. That's not, you know what I mean? You, I'm used to being in situations because I always say it like this: motherfuckers being snickering and saying little shit jokes and shit without even knowing the full story of what's going on behind my back but ain't i ain't never met nobody yet in 34 years that's been bold enough to say that shit to my face you know what i mean and it, even the little bit of dust ups i have been in i'm out win lose or draw i'm always a goer ttg trying to go but yeah shout out to my cutty simar lily shout out to y'all it was dope uh uh, dope ass experience. Can't wait to take more trips. That shit was dope. Like even with those little two little hiccups I just talked about. Like, hey, we all had a great time, and that's all that mattered. And and we even went to like a little barcade afterwards. If y'all don't know what that is, it's like a bar, but it's like drunk people playing like the arcade video games. That shit's dope. Like you know what I mean. I got a lot of pictures from the trip. I ain't really posted them yet, but I'm gonna be posting them within the coming days. You know what I mean. So. Stay tuned for that. Be on the lookout for that. But, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that little situation. I was going to, like, put it in with the other stuff. But I was like, I can get us its own little segment and then just get into sports next. So, again, stick with me, and I'll be right back. Stay Lionhearted. Okay, so last but certainly not least, let's talk about sports a little bit. Man, since I've been on my break, man, it's a lot been going on, especially with the NFL. We're getting close to playoff time. And 
believe it or not, if y'all listening to my, if y'all listen to my uh, uh, past episodes, excuse me, y'all know, like, I don't pull no punches even when it comes to my favorite teams. You know what I mean? Some people, there's real homers out there to where, like, they mo- mostly Cowboy fans, where win, lose, or draw, they're only going to say good things about their team. They're not going to say the bad part, right? I ain't like that. When my Broncos look like shit, I'll tell you they look like shit. They gave up 70. I talked about that shit. Like, it's not, it was funny because on Thanksgiving, my nephew, shout out to Jay, uh, he, um, he's a Patriot fan, number one, so why he even said what he said, why was he even talking, I don't understand, nah, but he said, you need to do an episode talking about, uh, your teams, I want to hear you talk, talk shit about your teams, about them playing bad, right, and I, and we laughed, me and my brothers, we laughed because, I knew. I told him. I said, I know. In that moment, you ain't really listened to my show, bro. Cause, hey, I've been on Russell Wilson. I've been on the Broncos. Sean Payton. There, I've been on their ass all season. And the second I take a break, they start to turn it around. But and people was hit. Oh, like people want me to talk about. Like, of course, you got to talk about. Uh, if you're gonna talk about the bad, you got to talk about the good and vice versa. And that's what I'm gonna do now. Uh, we have been on a five game win streak. Uh, we just recently lost a close, close game to the Houston Texans. And it was, that was even hard in my playoff pool. It's hard for me to pick the game because um, I'm a C.J. Stroud fan, man, and he's special. But shout out to my defense. This defense, well, it's not. this is not the same defense because we made some personnel changes. But the Broncos defense that gave up 70 points ain't looked so bad since then. They actually look like the Broncos defense that I remember. And Russell Wilson, outside of the three-interception game that he threw against Houston, he had been great as far as his touchdown-to-interception ratio. And our run game is, I I believe, in the top ten now um, because we've been running the ball with Samaj P. Ryan, uh, Javante Williams, excuse me. Like, our running back's been doing our things. Our offensive line has been staying healthy. Uh, Even they have been giving us good protection. Sometimes Russ kind of... His indecisiveness, it still bothers me as far as, like, throw the ball away, find a receiver, or use your legs. Don't wait until the fourth quarter to use your legs. I'm not saying you got to run on every play, but don't take a sack, especially when we in field goal range. That's the only problem I have. PS2 been locking down his half of the field. Uh, We made, like I said, we made some switch with the DBs. Kareem Jackson, you'll be back from that bogus ass suspension that they gave you. It's like for, for that quote-unquote too hard of a hit, football has got extremely soft, and I don't want to hear no different because it's like everything's a personal foul. Everything's a 15-yard penalty. Pretty soon, they're going to be wearing flags. We're going to be watching flag football on Sundays instead of tackle. There is going to be no more tackle football. But, yeah, right now we 6-6. Six and six. We got uh, two crucial games, divisional games, regardless of their record. It's, the Chargers are still in our division. So my Broncos, we got to handle business. We got to stand on business, and we got to handle business. We got the Patriots. That could be a trap game, you know what I mean, especially if it's Bailey Zappi. It could be a trap game to where he'll look like Tom Brady, you know what I mean? And I know we got a matchup with the Lions. That's going to be that's, that's going to be real. That's going to that's gonna be because Lions is one of the best teams this year, y'all. They they finally did. They finally been, I think they're 8-3, and 9-3 and three right now. If I ain't mistaken, so they've been doing their thing. Right now we six and six. 
uh, it was somebody out there that said we wouldn't win more than six games. We still got to win one more. We made a bet. You know who you are. If you listen to this, I'm not going to put you over the airways just yet. Uh, I'm going to either lose the bet or win the bet, and then I'll talk about it. Because win, lose, or draw, I'm a real one. And, hey, if I'm man enough to talk about the good times, I'm man enough to talk about the bad. So, hopefully we can get uh one more win at least. Uh, hopefully more, but at least one more win so I can win this bet, y'all. But, yeah, man, I'm liking what I see. Now it's like that. those are flashes of rust that I've seen in Seattle. It's not the rust from Seattle, but it ain't last year. And this is the Sean Payton I remember from with the Saints and his uh, command of the team and everything like that. And to see what the Jets look like with Nathaniel Hackett. I, I Granted, they don't have Aaron Rodgers, and and I talked about how sad that was and how I was anticipating that. But with that being said, ha-ha, that's what you get. They did beat us, but that's what you get, Nathaniel Hackett, because now you got – first you had the Broncos looking like shit. Now you got the Jets looking like shit. But, yeah, uh, and we're not the only team that's done bounce back. And I got to give some love to, because I'm a California guy, you know what I mean? I got to give some love to the St. Louis, or I said I'm a California guy, now I say St. Louis. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams, the L.A. Rams, I got to give some love to y'all, because y'all done bounce back. Now, y'all in a playoff a wild, uh, fight for the wild card spot now. And the way y'all looked a couple weeks ago when I was, before I took the break, y'all was looking like my Broncos. Like, it was looking like a lost season. But now y'all got something to cheer for. Now you got something to root for. Shout out to my boy, uh, Show. He's a, a, a Rams fan. Uh, Amber, shout out to Pops as well. He's a big Rams fan. You know, and Amber and Pops both, they've been, I mean, it ain't, it ain't a lot of y'all, but it's, you know, real crucial. My boy, Mike Penn, is, it's a couple of y'all out there, so I got to show some love to y'all. Like, hopefully, you know, with Cooper Cup back, hopefully that's the difference because him and, uh, him and Stafford, they got that connection that it'll always be there. So let's see how y'all do down the stretch, but I had to show y'all some love. Uh, But, yeah, man, what I'm really finna talk about, though, and it's kind of sad to talk about because I, I picked against them. The 49ers played the Philadelphia Eagles. I would have won the pot, by the way. Me and my mom, we had the same points, so we would have tied. But given the score of the game last night, it went over, you know, it went over everybody's points. So we would have automatically won if Philly would have handled business. But they didn't stand on business at all. The Niners looked like a a team from Madden, and the Eagles looked like a team that was on rookie. I mean, those weapons for the 49ers are just special. From Run CMC to Brandon Ayuk to Debo Samuel, George Kittle. And that's just talking about the offense. Like, all Purdy got to really do, and I'm this, I'm not saying this to discredit Purdy because he's the trigger man. All he got to do is play point guard. All he got to do is play point guard. All he got to do is get the ball to his playmakers and let them do what he was doing, let them do what they was doing. I, I think he threw one deep pass to Brandon Ayuk. Other than that, it was like shallow crosses and jailbreak screens which is the staples of the West Coast offense that uh, Kyle Shanahan run, the, the son of the great Mike Shanahan, my former coach, by the way. Shout out to Coach. 
back-to-back championships, hey, you can always come back home. I mean, I like Sean Payton, but I love Mike Shanahan, though. So you can always come back home. I don't know for the life of me why we didn't get Kyle Shanahan as a coach, but that's another subject for another day. But, yeah, shout-out to the 49ers because they actually look like the most complete team. They've beat the Cowboys. They've now beat the Eagles. But the thing about the Eagles lost, now they then get, the Niners are in contention for that that bye. And then so are the Cowboys. And it's going to be a big game this weekend. Uh, Cowboys versus the Eagles. division Divisional rivalry matchup. But it's also basically, if you win this game, the worst you can do is second place. You know what I mean? And I'm not, not to disrespect the Lions, but second or third place is the best you can do. This This will let us know who the second best team in the NFC is. Maybe in the whole league. Maybe in the whole league. Because the, the Ravens have been looking kind of regular. The Dolphins seem like they've uh, been finding a stride over in the AFC. Just like, you know what I mean? They kind of had a rough patch in the middle. But with, with Reek and, uh, Reek and uh, Waddle and all the guys that they got, Tua is in the same position as Purdy. You just got to be the point guard and don't be the reason why they lose. But. I had a 49ers pick to come out the NFC anyway to represent the Super Bowl. I had Ravens versus uh, Ravens versus 49ers for the Super Bowl. I'm more confident in the 49ers pick than I am the Ravens. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a cakewalk for the Ravens over in the AFC, though, because Patrick Mahomes finally looks regular. And I'm not just saying that because my Broncos put a hurting on them, but it's just... They haven't had a job. They haven't done a good job of getting him quality receivers after Cheetah went to Miami. So that's something they need to work on up in the front office, man. Because you can't waste the next three or four years of Patrick Mahomes, which obviously as a division rival, I probably wouldn't mind it. But yeah, speaking as a podcaster, like we, that's not the type of football we want to see. So yeah, man, this is gonna be some interesting games coming up. It ain't really much to say because a lot of the, a lot of the games was like blowouts. I'm I'm really looking forward to this next week, uh, especially with the Niners and the Cowboys, or not the Niners and the Cowboys. Excuse me, the Eagles and the Cowboys. I'm looking forward to that because that's is the Eagles gonna have bounce back power or is that gonna continue his MVP case? And I can't believe I'm saying that, but it's true. If you've seen Dak Prescott play lately, he's been playing like that dude. Like, this is the dude that, that that we saw during his rookie season. We haven't seen it since then, but this is the guy that we saw, that we, that everybody had high hopes for. So, when Cowboys play the Eagles, hopefully he'll continue that. And I, I seen a thing where they the Roger Goodell wanted to ban the, the Philly, the uh, brotherly shove or whatever it's called. Hey, man, it's just like the Hacker Shack in the NBA or, or Hacker DeAndre or whatever you want to call it with DeAndre Jordan. Man, make more Dwight Howard even back in the day with Orlando. Just make more free throws. Don't change the rule. Don't accommodate people. You, We know. Everybody knows what the Eagles is going to do. And it's not against the rules. Everybody should try it. Everybody should try. Hell, we. I want us to try it with Russ a couple of times. When we get down to the goal line, shoot, we we got the meat and potatoes up front to do it, and we got to put some AJP Ryan behind him or put Cortland Sutton behind him as a bigger receiver, basically like they do with AJ Brown, and just push forward. But yeah, uh, but yeah, it's gonna be dope, man. Football, it's a lot to 
unpack as we get down the stretch, but hopefully it's competitive. There's been a lot of crazy injuries, so you got to kind of get on your knowledge with the players. Like, it sucks that Joe Burrow, season-ending injury, uh, Kirk Cousins, season-ending injury, Kenny Pickett is out for the next three weeks with the Steelers uh, with an ankle injury. Not a quarterback, but Tank Dell, who was a spectacular rookie, uh, just like C.J. Stroud, he had a compound fracture in his leg, so he's out for the season. So prayers up to everybody, speedy recovery to everybody, because that's not what we want. Um, but And before I uh, – I'm going to talk about uh, transition away from football. I want to talk about the uh, NBA in-season tournament because tonight, Lakers, the quarterfinals for my Lakers, uh, we go up against the Suns. We get another matchup with LeBron and KD, which is dope. We got to hold on to them while we can because there's not many of those left given the age of LeBron and even the uh, injury history of KD. Excuse me. But, yeah, man, there's a bigger story. And I'm going to kind of wrap football ended a little bit but it's more about basketball there's a bigger story that's out there right now and everybody know what it is a certain player that's playing the game that shouldn't be able to play the game and he plays for oklahoma city if you don't know the story just type in oklahoma city player and it's gonna pop up it's front page news i know Stephen a was saying you can't talk about it because in the uh constructs of investigation and you can get sued and all this stuff that's complete bullshit and i'm, I'm gonna tell y'all something there's certain things, well, allegedly, when you read the article, take it with all allegedly because none of it's been proven fact yet, right? But I'm going to let y'all in on something. The late, great Kobe Bryant, who is my favorite basketball player of all time, it ain't just because he a Laker, it's just because, to me, he that dude. He's 1A, like Trevor Reza said on Club Cheshire. He's the best player to ever play the game, in my opinion. But with that being said, we all know what happened in 2003, the criminal case in Colorado. And they filed a criminal. See, a lot of people don't know. Because with that stuff that Diddy been into lately with Cassie and all that stuff, since it's it's been handled, I guess we can talk about it. Uh, Apparently, um, according to Stephen A. Smith, we can talk about it since the, since the settlement had them. But the, the thing about it is, is there's a difference between a criminal suit and a civil suit. Civil suit is a money grab. That's about money. That's that's strictly about money. Because the leniency on having to, you know, find a reasonable doubt, it's it's a little bit more lax in a civil suit. It's harder to get a conviction in a criminal suit. Now, Kobe Bryant was facing a criminal suit. So if he would have lost... He could have been facing up to 25 years in prison at that time, in the prime of his life, in the prime of his career, which he was going to court, and he was still able to play. And the reason why I say the Oklahoma City player, what happened allegedly he shouldn't be able to play, is because it ain't because of what they're alleging that he had going on, but it's strictly because they ain't talking about it. They quiet, but when it was Kobe, they was talking about it. It was front page news. It was the first story on Staples Center. It was the reason why the Lakers wasn't going to win the championship, all this stuff. Matter of fact, they even brought it up after he tragically passed away, which which I thought was bullshit 
you know, by Gail King. You know what I mean? We that's one thing. We are quick to attack our attack our own, but we get real quiet when it's you know when it's somebody else. And I believe that's complete bullshit. And it ain't just Stephen A. Stephen A. said this. Really, it wasn't just because of him. Like they said, if it was a brother, you would have been talking about it. And he's going to say, oh, I would have gave it the same sensitivity. No, you wouldn't. No, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't because you never do. No, you wouldn't because you never do. Like you always say, you hold us to a higher standard, right? So you would have talked about it because you would have felt like, because you're a part of that community apparently, right? So you would have thought like it was attacking you. And the reason why that person said that, it wasn't strictly because of you, is because Malika Andrews ain't said nothing. But she was quick to bring up the situation with Brandon Miller, even though he wasn't, yeah, he was indicted, but he was um, he was found not to have uh, any major involvement in that situation. So why bring it up on the biggest night of his life? When his mama seeing him walk across uh, to get drafted and things like that. Why on national TV? Talk, and then Stephen A. going to say, well, she that's a journalist. She had to ask the question. No, the hell she didn't. Everything has time to it. No, the hell she didn't. Why she so quiet now? And it's like uh, Kwame Brown said. It's because he wanted them folk. You know what I'm saying? They say she like extra mayonnaise on her sandwich anyway. With the Wonder Bread. She don't even like the wheat bread. She like the Wonder Bread. They they say that's what she had gravitate to. Like Kwame Brown said, who broke your, who dumped you at prom? Who broke your heart? Because it ain't just him. I, I want to say the player played for Orlando. It might have been the G League. Well, he tragically passed away. I can't think of his name right now. And she brought up he was uh, uh, a person of interest in a sexual assault. Which he wasn't charged with. But why bring it up? He's dead. He died. Why, why, why should that be brought up on national TV? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even know that about the player. Maybe maybe I should have. But he wasn't found guilty. So it was like. It was nothing to talk about. So why bring it up? He just lost his life. Tragically. Why, why bring that up? Why bring up any negativity? I'm not saying. When a person passes on, you sweep all the negative things under the rug. But again, there's a time and a place for everything. But why is the big media people so silent about this situation? Because like I said, if you Google oh, the Oklahoma City player, regardless of the color of your skin, you wouldn't want him playing either because what he's allegedly accused of, nobody agrees with that shit. And nobody agrees with that shit. And if the, and if you do, ah, uh, yeah, you you know what you deserve. I'm just gonna leave it at that because I'm liable to. Uh, it, it's so irritating, man. I'm gonna just put it like this, man. I got I got young nieces, and I don't like, you know what I'm saying. I I don't like shit like like that. What he's allegedly accused of, the Oklahoma City player. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, number one, you've been under a rock, and number two, just Google it. We all got phones. Just Google it. It's a reason why I'm not saying the name. You know what I mean? But y'all know what I'm talking about. And another thing they did, they tried to fucking compare, I guess Von Miller got into a domestic violence situation with his the mother of his child or whatever, which I'm not saying that I'm, because uh, I, don't, I don't believe in domestic violence of no sort, whether it's a, a man and a woman, a woman and a woman, 
or if the woman's the aggressor. I don't believe in none of it, right? But don't compare what's happening with the Oklahoma City player in that situation, allegedly, and the Von Miller situation. And then, come to find out, she done recanted her story. So it's like, we wasn't there, so we don't know what he really did. Neither do the police know. It's Vaughn's word versus her word. What Unless she was in that apartment or in that hotel room or wherever they was at. They said it was in Texas, so I think it was they was at their home in Texas. But unless it was there, and it's like, if he's such a monster, this they... From what I read, they say they on they on their third baby. It shouldn't take you three. It shouldn't take you three kids to realize a person's uh, intentions. Because from what I heard from the when they, when she was pregnant with the first one, he had sent her some crazy text messages talking about he ain't want the kids. So so if he was or allegedly I don't know with the phones now you can change text messages and screenshots and make them look. So we don't know if he said it or not. But if a person said that, there's no way you should have. Uh, one more kid by him, let alone two. You know what I mean? So there's always that too. It's like okay, and then as you read it, like oh okay, you he was being cool and you was kind of poking the bear. You was antagonizing him. Like I said, I'm not excusing it or it, but it's like don't always just look at the man. Like what did what did she do? Because she had some part in it too, and now she done recanted the story. Excuse me. Now that she done recanted her story, it's like, now it makes you, we need to dig deeper before we start talking about it. That's why I'm glad I actually had got to read the article before I started talking about it. And I didn't want to seem biased because that is, other than Deion Sanders, that's my favorite defensive player of all time, obviously, because he played for my Broncos and I've been rooting for him since he was at Texas A&M. But yeah, now if he would have been wrong, I would have called him out on his shit. Like, bro, we got to, like, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm just saying, like, we got to hold both sides accountable when it comes to that because it's not always just a one-sided thing. Sometimes it could be multiple. And if it get too toxic, man, the best thing to do is just go, boy, everybody go their separate ways. I mean, y'all going to be forever linked with them kids, but you ain't got to stay together. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to just because you got kids by somebody. But, yeah, don't, don't for any second, don't compare what allegedly happened in that situation what allegedly might have happened with the Oklahoma City player because – it's apples and oranges, and they should never even come close to being compared because it's two separate things. Like I said, if you don't know what I'm talking about in either of these situations, uh, Google it. You can Google the name Von Miller, and you, you can just Google Oklahoma City player incident, and it's going to pop up. You ain't don't even need to know his name. But, yeah. But, yeah, I just wanted to touch base on that real quick and uh, let y'all know that I'm back. I'm back in it, and I ain't really went nowhere. You know what I mean? All these thoughts and... I've been processing this whole time. Like I said, I've been working, bro. I haven't been, like, just sitting down and relaxing. Been enjoying my family time. Been, like I said, I took a trip. uh, Got some more planned. And there's going to be some more episodes coming. So just make sure you tap in. And always remember, man, it's it's just a crucial reset. We all need to take it. And um, before I get up out of here, I'm going to say this, too. Like, when we go through things, we're so quick to point the fingers at everybody else. I'm a big uh, component of looking in the mirror. I'm a big advocate of looking in the mirror. And, like, even in situations, if certain situations don't work out, and even if you don't feel that you're the reason why it didn't work out, or even if you're not, you might not, but we can always better ourselves for the next situation. Even if you did everything right in in that previous situation, you can always better yourself, even better yourself even more for the next situation. 
and and I'm gonna get out of here like this. Just because their vision is blurry, that doesn't diminish your greatness. So until next time, stay lionhearted. Lion Hearted Podcast.